Hello, everyone. It's Jennifer Williams with Coldwell Banker Gold Coast and podcast host of Lux Life. And today we are sitting at our office at the Gold Coast 676 North Michigan Avenue, Suite 3010. And I have the pleasure of having Lars Scarford as a guest here uh, in person in for, person. The, for the very first time. Yes, very first time we are in person. And this is a uh, I don't know. We're going to have to do this more often. I like this. Yeah, it's fun to fun to be returning into in-person things and getting together and uh, having that natural uh, back and forth. Yes, I completely agree. And that's why I stay, stick around and stay tuned because this episode is going to be fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to be on. I'm excited that you uh, asked me to be on and I'm excited for the topics we're going to cover today. Perfect. So what's your specialty? Oh, yeah. So my specialty... Um, Primarily, I work with first-time home buyers, people, uh, you know, that are either relocating to here, here to Chicago, or uh, young professionals here in the area uh, that are looking to buy their first home, and they're just looking for some guidance through the process. Nice, that's wonderful because first-time home buyers, we don't think that they get as much love as they should. We do this every day, you and I. This is our job. This is what we do, and. And sometimes we step over the little details to some, and it takes a a lender such as yourself to have that guidance. And a realtor such as yourself. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree where uh, oftentimes, you know, we get so caught up in our language that we're using every day that sometimes we forget not everybody speaks that language every day. So it's it's really important to think about it from their perspective so that you're explaining it yeah. uh, so that they can understand it. And then also to educate, you know, think about when we were when you were 10 years old, did you know how to buy a house? No, I didn't even know what a <laughs> bank account was. <laughs> I mean, that, I started thinking about that the other day. Like, like if we're a first-time home buyer, or when we were first-time home buyers, we had no idea, you know. And there's also I'm finding as well, and I'm sure you do too. There's so many programs that are available and out there for the first-time home buyer, and that people aren't aware of. So what what do we have that we can offer to our first-time home buyers? Oh, I'm so grateful you asked because boy do we have some exciting programs uh and some are new some have been around for a while and some uh are are available again they were uh taken off the table uh during the uh pandemic mostly because of all the federal um stimulus that was pushed into the economy um they just they didn't have funds allocated for this specific program uh so for those of you that are not familiar that program uh, is through ida uh, that's Illinois Housing Department Authority. Um, not all lenders are able to offer this program. Um, yes, but uh, those that have gone through a rigorous training and understand the ins and the outs of the guidelines for these programs uh, are able to offer their clients free, I'm putting air quotes around that, <laughs> um, money uh, to help with down payment and closing costs. So you can get upwards of $10,000 to huge. help you. It's huge. I know it's totally huge. Um, of course, nothing in life is free. Um, but these guide, the guidelines that, you know, I can kind of walk through some of them, sure. um, will help people understand and be informed about how to leverage and utilize those funds to help, uh, reduce the amount of cash they need at the closing table. So it takes the thought of home ownership and makes it even closer for some of those people thinking, I have to have 20% down back back in the day to be conventional, to really get a loan, to get your 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 foot in the door of a home, 
Yeah. And it's I, you not know, realistic it's, for it's just not as realistic anymore. You know, not, not everybody has the, the parents that can gift funds, but um, for those of you that do, that doesn't mean you can't use those funds because those are allowed. <laughs> um, the, the main requirement, and I'm going to blow your mind here is you have to have 1% of your own funds. That's it. 1%. That's all. That's it. No. So how do you track that 1%? Like within, like I have it in my savings account. You have to make sure it's in that savings account for so long, right? Yes. So what we're looking at is over the course of two months, did okay. you have that 1% that's needed? Then the other funds can come from this grant that is forgiven uh, of free money. Of free money. So yeah. So if you're, so, if you're thinking a, a $200,000 purchase. 3% um, is the actual requirement, sure. but you can use the gift funds or the grant funds sure. through this IDA program uh, to offset the amount that you have to bring to the table. And all you have to bring is that 1%. Amazing. Yeah. So, so really why I understand why people are still renting, but this makes homeownership even more affordable for so many people. And that's what helps to build equity and helps to build generational wealth and keeps things going. Yeah. And so, so many people don't actually know that this is out there and that's why we're trying to spread it to, to your listeners and, yeah. and your viewers and let them know about it. So this is an Illinois specific program. Okay. Uh, other states do have theirs. Um, this is not a federal thing, um, but it is tracked here in Illinois. And I can go into as much detail or as little detail as you'd like, but uh, it's it's very exciting. And I, we just want more people to know about it so that their homeownership yeah. and that dream can uh, become a reality for I, more people. That's fantastic. Now, are there specific, you know, Cook County, Will County, different things with those those counties as well? Yes. So this is an Illinois all the whole state program. Okay. However, each county has its own guidelines. And that's where you that's get an expert okay. who does know all of the guidelines for each of the counties. So uh, we have a chart that we follow along and it, it outlines every single county, sure. every single guideline, every single income requirement, all sure. of those things. There are uh, maximums that you can earn as as a borrower because they don't want the wealthy uh, taking advantage of this program, but right. it is available to those that need it. That need it, so then that way they again they can have that dream of home ownership. That's unbelievable, yeah. and that that really I think that really is a game changer and sets it so we're here, you know, because if you're paying for if you're renting us one spot and you are relocating to another spot, you have to have first month's rent last month's rent, security deposit, that's your 1% right there in most cases, if not more. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, I hope, I hope your listeners are thinking about the idea of your monthly mortgage payment can oftentimes be the same or less than your rental payment. So all you need to do is save one month of rent and you can essentially become a homeowner with this program. And because some people, oh, I don't want to pay a mortgage. Well, you're paying somebody's mortgage. So, and you're paying somebody's property taxes. Why not do it for yourself? Exactly. And benefit on your own, benefit you. Yeah. Not yeah. make someone else, you know, wealthy in real estate. Yeah. You know, people are talking, the buzzword is, you know, the interest rates, which they have gone up, you know, uh, starting last year as they inevitably were going to. Sure. Um, but 
when you're paying somebody's rent, you're paying 100% interest. Yes, yes. And that money is not working for you at all. Precisely. It's not building you that equity. You just, it's open the window, throw it out, yep. it's gone. Yep. And you will never have a return on it. Where you purchase a home, especially using one of these grants and doing something like this, you, down the road. It's your retirement. So you don't have a retirement. You don't have anything saved because the market is going to continue to increase uh, regardless. They're not making land anymore. That's right. right. That's the whole, that's that's the phrase, not making land anymore. So you have something that is always going to be worth, a t- you have a tangible asset, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're you're paying yourself, essentially. Yeah. And, and there's a great book out there, Pay Yourself First. Uh, so I sure. de- definitely recommend looking that up. Nice, nice. And so if anybody has any questions too, they can always get a hold of you um, through email, phone number, you know, your phone, uh, social media as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, the name is Lars Scarford, L-A-R-S, uh, my last name, S-K-A-R-F-O-R-D. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can reach me at Lars.Scarford at G-R-A rate.com or on my cell, 314-952-7048. And we're going to make sure we have all that information in all of our descriptions. You know, so, so whether you're coming out of college, whether you're first time home buyer, you know, are there any other restrictions to this? Um, so you actually do not, not technically have to be a first time home buyer, which is also mind blowing. Um, the, really? Yes, they are allow you. You cannot have two of these loans out at the same time, but you do not have to be a first time home buyer and you does not have to be a first time use. I know that was going to be my next question was how many times can you use this you can, program? Un- unlimited. You just cannot have more than one at a time. Sure. It makes sense. So you yeah. can't think, OK, I'm going to now be an investment, yeah. you know, buy investment properties yeah. and use this back to back at the same time. OK, that that may. But still, it's a win win situation. Yeah, there's little paperwork, quick turnaround on the information, same information you're going to give you for a conventional loan, which, you know, let's talk about that too, because we're talking, you know, the first time home buyer centric, you know, what should a first time home buyer expect to bring in? They call, they find, you know, we find the, we get ready to look for the perfect house. And I say, you got to give Lars a call. He's going to tell you exactly what you need to bring. So what are they going to expect to have to to provide to you so we can get the pre-approval letter so then I can go show them homes? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and it's easier than you may think. Uh, the main question I always start with is how are you being paid? Are you salaried? Are you hourly? Mm-hmm. Or are you commission-based? And depending on your answer to that, we'll drastically change the amount of paperwork that's needed to get you pre-approved. So if you're W-2, all I need is your W-2. Surprise, surprise. Uh, and a pay stub. And that's it. No bank statements. So the banks, the, the bank statements are not needed in the beginning. Uh, you can self-report how much money you have on hand at that time. Sure. Because the thought process there is I'm just going to need updated bank statements once you're under contract anyway. You, so yeah. just tell me how much you have. If you don't know, maybe, maybe you should give me that bank statement. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, whole, yeah, you, you, you don't know. We've, we've got we've got a few more questions we have. to take. <laughs> For sure. For sure. But we're here to guide you through the whole process. Absolutely. I mean, and that's so it really kind of takes that that sense of apprehension, you know, so many people like, Oh my gosh, I have to turn over all this because once again, you know, we've, if you're a first time home buyer, you've never done this ever. You have no idea 
Yeah. And having gone through that process, you know, myself uh, several years ago, I, I now understand from the client's perspective sure. what it's like, what it feels like to actually go through that. Like, I don't know what's needed and I don't know what the processes look like. And so what I do is at, right off the get go, I put a roadmap out and I say, here are the steps of the process. Here's what you can expect each step of the way. And it just it uh puts them at ease because our so number one easy. our number one fear is you know the fear of the unknown yeah. and and yeah. well and public speaking and we're, we're getting over that one right now <laughs> literally trying to like <laughs> actually this is this is actually better than the way we've been recording so i i think this is great yeah we, we might have to do on site all the time now instead of <laughs> recording it yeah you know, absolutely so so wow that is so you have a roadmap you know, part of what would they say? You, know, you have to have a plan in order to have success because that's what we want. We want the homeowner to start out. You know, it's it's they're nervous. They don't know that you don't know till you know. But you know, in the last maybe the last time their parents or whoever it is that's significant in their life has has bought a house forty years ago, thirty years ago, twenty years, whatever. It's changed and evolved even in just the last few years. You know, with electronic signatures, we can do that as well. There's so much. And it's what else can we expect? You know, we talked about, you know, the process of pre-approval. You know, let's walk through a little bit the steps. We find them the house. Okay. We get that perfect house. We're we're going through these programs. Let's take a second and walk through the steps from we find them the perfect house. We get them under contract. I get you the, the copy of the um, purchase, purchase, contract. purchase. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Purchase contract. I want to make sure I said it correct. <laughs> the purchase contract with all the disclosures, all signed and initialed. I get that to you. Now what? Yeah, it's a great question. And it's, uh, it's the most fun part for me, uh, being in the industry where, um, I get to take that contract and I get to say, here's where, we're, here's where we go from here. Because sure. you're you're under you've made that commitment. Everybody has agreed this is the terms that we're going to be moving forward with. So the main thing that we need to decide up front is what loan product are we going to get you into? So that's where we go through the IDA program, we go through the conventional uh loan program, and we go through the government programs as well. So if you're a VA, uh, a veteran, uh, we have the VA loan, which mm -hmm. is another incredible resource that doesn't get talked about enough, uh, where we can dedicate an entire podcast for uh, that one. I do think we should, because that, to be honest, now that we're thinking, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, we've done all these other podcast episodes, but we've not done VA or FHA. Yeah. So I my, my, my Let's father was a veteran. So um, it's a little near, near and dear to my heart. So stay tuned for another episode with Lars, because we're going to talk about the VA on another episode. That's great. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and the incentives for that are incredible, but we'll, 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 uh, this is just a teaser. We'll yeah, get to let's, that. Let's, let's do that on another, a whole nother, uh, episode. I think that'd be good. Absolutely. But yeah, so deciding that loan program is the first step and it's pivotal because you need to know uh, how much you're putting down, you know, which, which grant you're going to be eligible for, sure. uh, or which conventional program. And there's benefits to each of them. Each of them has different rates. Each of them has different down payment requirements. So, you know, you leave it to the professional who uh, is able to determine um, what fits 
your scenario sure. and then you you can decide what's best for you. So then uh, you're under contract and uh, you you have to schedule the the normal inspection process. I mean, sure. that's that's home, owner, yeah. home inspection. Yep. You know, we have typically five business days for the home inspection. Um you know, because again, we're talking about first-time home buyers, not talking about an investor who sometimes will waive those. Um, go through the home inspection. We get everybody's clear. Uh, everybody signs off on it. Once it continues moving forward, the buyer's lawyer, attorneys, the seller's attorneys, um, everybody says we're we're good to go. Yeah, and that's that's here in Illinois. So we do use attorneys here in Illinois. If you uh, move to our northern state, Wisconsin, uh, they do not use attorneys, and that's a whole nother ball game. And up there. typically in Indiana, they don't. Yeah, you know there are other states. Illinois, we we do use our attorneys, but you're right, other states do not. Yeah, but I do appreciate them. Correct. Yeah, I do appreciate them, and uh, as I always say, it's best five hundred dollars you'll spend. Uh, just absolutely hands that. down. At, you know, some people with the the not that the title companies don't do their job, but they still are, they're not attorneys and, and, and it's best to do that. Correct. So, so then the next step is that underwriting. So we on the loan side are taking those documents provided by the client, uh, plus the loan program and putting it into underwriting. It's not this mythical land of underwriting. It's actually someone who receives the file, looks at the guidelines of the program to confirm you meet all those requirements on whichever program we select, and then they issue that approval. So we talked about the pre-approval in the beginning. Right. That's pre, as in before, where they haven't actually been fully approved. And we could set, we could uh, delve into that in another uh, podcast yeah. because uh, we do have a program where we actually underwrite the file before going under contract. Sure. So you, it's not a pre-approval; it's an actual approval. It's a hard approval exactly. where you could close in Twelve, uh, seven days. What? Yes. Okay, that's a whole nother. So now we've got VA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Yes, that's that's called our fast track power bid. Uh, and yeah, I, I got to clear to close in 48 hours. In 48 hours? Yes. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, it, it was the fastest one I've ever seen. And we could have closed in seven days, but uh, the sellers needed to they hadn't actually packed up yet, so they needed time to pack up and get out. Yeah, Otherwise, we could have closed. Know for in a sure, week. that you have that yep. that ability as a buyer, you have that strength that sets you so far apart than even cash, even a cash buyer. Right, it's, at that point. exactly. And now we're going off on the okay. So that's a whole another note to sell, whole another podcast. <laughs> all right, whole another episode. So all right, so we have we have. You know, you've got the hard pre-approval process. Yep. That's when when we'll have to start looking at bank statements yep. and you know really dive into the file before right. we can get a clear to close. Exactly. Um, homeowners insurance escrow. Typically, people put their homeowners insurance escrow into tax, you know, and tax property taxes into escrow, which yep. is also, but that's established at the closing typically, right? Yep. So what we do is we say, do you want to set up that escrow? You have to put twenty percent down to actually choose not to put your funds in escrow, sure. uh, which you then have a choice. Uh, but if you do put your taxes and insurance into escrow, then we, we work with the title company to coordinate setting up that escrow, making sure taxes are paid, uh, and then making sure the insurance uh, bill has enough uh, funds in the escrow to pay it when it comes to. So all you have to really worry about is making your payment, your, your monthly payment, payment, and then the taxes are taken care of Correct. by someone else. 
you still can monitor it. You still get a statement, but you it's it's kind of automatic. Yep. You just worry about making that that mortgage Monthly payment. payment. Yep. So we've gone through the process. We've got the then we have the clear to close. Yep. Yep. So after the approval and and you've gotten all the conditions cleared, then you got the clear to close. So typically, when we pop the bottle of champagne, uh, and then uh, and then all we have to do is schedule the closing, make sure all the funds are there and documents are there, and then we're at the closing table, and then we actually do pop the champagne that which is great and sometimes depending on the you know let's go to the uh, some people will have to bring down have money to put down you know earnest money putting to put down we will have our earnest money and then we'll also have if it's one percent in our earnest money doesn't cover their one percent the cashier's check they can bring to the closing how Yep. So in Illinois, uh, up to fifty thousand, they're able to bring a cashier's check to the closing table. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. okay. So if it's over fifty thousand, then they have to to schedule that wire. They have to schedule a wire, and then at that point, we're talking a whole different program, which might can probably be a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in for the next year. We'll we'll be here covering topics. <laughs> we're just gonna keep rolling and rolling and rolling here. As long as the lights are on, we'll be okay. <laughs> Somebody can beat us. <laughs> I mean, is there anything we're missing? Anything um, that you can think of is from the first-time homebuyer perspective, or you as the lender working with first-time homebuyers? Anything you can think of? Yeah. So we we had talked briefly about the title company. So it's it's interesting having gone through the the first uh, time buying a home. I didn't know what title insurance was or why we needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the main thing that title is doing, other than facilitating the close and uh, receiving and sending all of the funds is that they're actually ensuring that you're receiving the property free of all liens and encumbrances at when you take possession of the property. Sure. Then, then that way, you know, for sure, you own that piece of property. You own that home. If something happened prior to the issuance of the um, title policy, well, that's why you have title insurance. So that's why we go to a Yes, and I, yep, and I've I've seen it used before. So uh, rest assured, it is uh, oh. useful and handy to have. Oh my gosh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that would be that would be unbelievable. Well, that's great. I mean, like I said, now we've got four or five more episodes we're going to have to record. So I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I'll be back as well. So um, yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Okay. Um, it's always a pleasure yeah it is and, and we bumped into each other it was at a we met at a networking event we did we did so yeah. that's why I'm, I'm always get out you never knew yeah. who you're gonna meet it's and look true. here we are sitting here um go ahead and and one more time how how do people get a hold of you yeah so uh you can reach me by email uh phone i also receive texts um my email is lars l-a-r-s dot scarford s-k-a-r-f-o-r-d at g-r-a rate.com and my cell is 314-952-7048. Perfect. So if you like what Lars had to say and you're looking forward to homeownership, uh, seeing what affordable housing is out there for you, be sure to give us a call. I'm Jennifer Williams. I am the podcast host of Lux Life and Coldwell Banker, Gold Coast real estate agent. Thanks a lot and have a great day. Thanks for tuning in.